planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Baby. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday 13. This is Jasmine Devil Dobby. This is Odorous from Water. You're listening to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. That was Cusp of Eternity by Opeth. And joining us on the program now from the band is Frederick Orkison. Thanks for joining us tonight, man. What's going on? Not much. It's more or less morning here, you know. I just dropped off my daughter at daycare and uh, doing interviews now, you know. Preparing for, I'm going to Frankfurt Music Fair next weekend to play for Marshall Amps a bit. So I'm going to be a bit, do a bit of noodling on the guitar there at the music fair and then preparing to come down to Australia again and play, which we all look forward to a lot. That's awesome, man. Sounds like it's uh, going to be a good couple of weeks for you. Especially, you know, getting that chance, you know, go down and just shred it up for all the the fans. Yeah, awesome. Always a pleasure coming back. And the set list we're playing now is uh, it's really cool. I think people's gonna appreciate it. It's a lot of songs we haven't played for a while, so definitely looking forward to it. Very exciting, man. Well, well, as we were saying, man, we'll be seeing you guys down here at the start of next month in support of your latest album, Pale Communion. And uh, one thing about uh, Opeth is, you know, you've always had such a great relationship with Australia and such a strong fan base down here. Why do you think Australia's got such a strong connection with the band? I don't know. Maybe they're into these spaced out songs that are really long and have have an open mind, I guess. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, down here, you guys are, are huge. You know, you've got such a strong following and, and everybody that, you know that loves Opeth, love you guys. There's no in-between. So, And you guys, you know, you've toured here enough times that I think, you know, we should just give you citizenship. You should just move down here. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> then we can Why see not? you all the time. Yeah. we. I wouldn't mind living down there. It's nice. As uh, mentioned, you're touring in support of Opeth's 11th studio album, Pale Communion, which was mixed, of course, by the amazing Stephen Wilson, who you guys have worked with before and, and, of course, good friends with. When it came to the mixing process, was there much back and forth between the band and Stephen or was it, you know, here you go, go to town, do what you need to do? It was a few emails, you know, and uh, mm. some corrections and small notes here and there. But um, to, if everybody in the band would give Stephen a lot of emails, it would be too much for him. So we usually send emails to Michael, and then he goes through and sends it to Stephen. Too messy, so to speaking. <laughs> yeah, the inbox just but, like... Um, yeah, yeah we pretty, pretty much on the case. We, we also really enjoyed working with a technician we recorded with, Tom Dalgetty, at mm-hmm. Rockfield Studios. He had, a, he had a really cool approach for sounds, I think, and the way he, he knew these rooms and the way he mic'd the drums and stuff like that. It's some really innovative ideas, and... He was a guitar nerd like me, and I like that. We can sit down and A-B test a lot of that, different amps and guitars and stuff like that. Experiment and things like that with your sound. Did you find that, you know, have you has your 
approach to you know creating sounds with the guitar changed over the last couple of albums? I, I like to think you get better at it, but it, ha- it has a lot to do with taste, I reckon, and what type of song it is. Like for instance, it's fun when we're usually well prepared before we enter the series. We know the riffs and everything, mm. but there are some small stuff that happens in the studio, like. On Cusp of Eternity, for instance, you hear this kind of echo thing that oscillates, uh, like a guitar the feedbacks and stuff like that. And that's me messing around with this um, analog echo pedal, storing the feedback and stuff like that. And I like stuff that you just pull the knob and then the little uh, gadget makes a, little, a lot of sounds on its own. No, I mean, it's very random and I like that. It's, like, it's a bit spooky in a way. Uh, Opeth are one of the most diverse bands around, and with you know the last two albums, you guys have leaned towards the more prog rock side of things. Do you think that you know you'll revisit that style on future albums, or you know do you see a different direction for the band in the future? Yeah, maybe you know that's what's kind of fun with Opeth. It's we haven't shied away from the, that area. It's a huge part of Opeth's sound mm. because we still play a lot of that stuff live, and we love it, you know. Maybe some people think that we, oh, we don't do death metal anymore, but we do live. We come see us, but uh, I think this late, latest two albums they kind of go hand in hand. And for the next album, you, we really don't know what's going to happen. It could be all brutal. <laughs> well, man, whatever it is, it's it, it's going to be awesome because you know you guys always put out you know quality albums, and you know it, it seems that uh, when you know most bands try and experiment with their sound, they get a lot of you know, flack from fans and critics, but with Opeth, you guys are always praised for it, you know, no matter what you do. Do you think that's because, you know, your fan base or more that, you know, you've set the ground rules, the band set the ground rules from the beginning so the fans know just anything goes? I think a lot of of the fans do, but there are all these complainers, of course, but I don't read everything on Facebook. I think we're we're a lucky band that we're able to experiment as much as we do and people still like it absolutely oh people love it man people absolutely love it. especially as i said down here in australia i'd say 99 percent of people that i know are fans of both pet so it's uh you know and with every album that's amazing <laughs> yeah just everyone you know you like a pet yeah of course i do you know it's a dumb question so <laughs> but uh maybe you know, we don't realize that we didn't realize that maybe <laughs> Oh, well, we don't realise that. Oh, it's just uh, down here. You guys are huge, and everyone's looking forward to uh, you guys touring again. So we're going to go to the tracks with a From Heritage now, and we'll be back very soon on Rabid Noise. And we're back yeah. on Rabid Noise with Frederick from Opeth. Now, the thing about Opeth is every album is a journey with you guys, and always well written. You know, while you, you guys release great singles. Uh, you know, to really appreciate what you guys do, it's best to, you know, sit down and take the time to listen to the albums in full and really absorb them. And uh, to be honest, I yeah, feel there aren't, I, I, there aren't many bands that release albums that demand your attention like that these days. Do you think it's a bit of a lost art? Yeah, maybe. That's, you know, not, that's always the, the goal when you do an album to, to have it interesting all the way through, you know. Hopefully it even decreases the interest. So that's that's the important criteria for us, absolutely. Well, it's, it's sort of like I know I know friends who will go and they'll go out of their way to buy your albums on vinyl, 
and they'll go home and they'll put headphones on and they'll listen to it from start to finish to really appreciate, you know, what you guys are doing. Where, you know, some bands these days, you know, you can just put it on the background and it's just in the background, you know. You guys, as I said, demand that attention and there's so much going on in the music that each time you listen, there's something else in the background that you pick up on, you know. Oh, that's great to hear, man. Yeah, you're a well-respected musician outside of the band, of course. So, you know, what's the most challenging thing about being in Opeth compared to your other projects? Well, in the beginning, it was the structure of the songs, since it's some of them ha- contains like 20 riffs or something, and um, mm. to get into the whole world. Uh, sometimes I wonder how we can remember everything, but it, it has to do a lot with the muscle memory, I reckon. But... Uh, also, I had to put in a lot of time into the fingerstyle, acoustic type of playing when I joined the band. But it's always challenging. Now, these days, the last album, one thing that's really challenging is to play all these riffs in the song called Moon Above, Sun Below, which we only rehearsed once. We're not playing this round, but uh, hopefully next time. But to nail all these backing vocals at the same time, you play riffs in a different time signature. It's quite challenging. So that, I think, is one thing that we kind of put in there for this album more than before. Awesome, man. Well, you know, you've been with the band for a while now, so what, what has been your proudest moment with Opeth? Uh, it might be the Royal Albert Hall show, actually, in in the UK, where we did the, the DVD as well. Yeah, that's awesome. That, that was kind of cool. That's... When your mum and dad reacts, well, you played the Royal Albert Hall. So it was pretty, that was a cool thing to have done, you know. But it's so many different highlights, so it's difficult to pick one, really. And more on the way. Yes, hope so. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll come down to Australia soon, so that's one. Yeah, well, uh, we, we love seeing you guys down here. What, what's next for uh, Opeth after your trip down here? We before we go to Australia, we play two shows in Japan as well. But uh, after that, we're playing the Sweden Rock Festival in the beginning of June, and uh, we have about eight festivals in Europe. Uh, Wacken in Germany, for instance, I know, and uh, a few more. And then we're also in July doing seven shows or eight in South America as well, in the middle of summer. That'd be and cool. Then, uh, everyone loves it down there, hey. Yeah, it's it's crazy audience as well. Absolutely. And also in fall, we're going to do this anniversary shows, 25 years anniversary show. And we're going to play the Ghost Reveries album in its entirety and then a a mix set on top of that to like a celebration kind of thing with a few selected shows. It will be awesome to come down to Australia and do that show. Yeah, we'd love to see that. Are you going to be filming that for a later release as well? Um, I hope so. I think we should, but it's nothing confirmed. But uh, we might do another special show that might be filmed as well. So it's it's a bit of stuff in the planning that hasn't oh, come through yet. So. Oh, it's exciting stuff. It sounds like you got a, a big year ahead, man. Yeah, we've been off, you know, January, February, and March. So it's time. It's time to get working again. Awesome, dude. Well, we're going to go to the track Moon Above, Sun Below from Pale Communion now. Thanks for hanging with us tonight, Frederick, and we'll see you guys on Wednesday, May 6th at Eaton Hill in Brisbane. 
And, of course, for further dates, go to metropolistouring.com. Thank you very much for taking the time, man. Thank you. Looking forward to see you guys again. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 